Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 372. Today, we're going to be talking about transformation posts, before and afters. This is a a really popular type of content that we see a lot of in our community, in our profession, especially those of you that are selling products that might be related to weight loss, health and wellness, skincare. The before and after photo has always been something that can be really valuable in helping you get some attention and create interest for potential clients. So the question is, are they still good in 2023? You know, we've spent a lot of time on this podcast, especially talking about how much social media has changed, how people are looking for different things. And I still see tons of people doing transformation posts. So are they good? We're going to dig into this today. I'm going to give you my perspective, but I'm also going to give you some advice on how if you are doing this type of content, how you need to do it a little differently and how you can make some improvements in your strategy. So awesome. So, hey, let's get right into it. So my answer is this transformation posts are still a good thing to do, but I think we need to have the right expectations around them. So let's take a very common example we see in our community quite a bit. We have a lot of you that sell weight loss products. And so when I think of a transformation post, I think of it in two different ways. I think of you sharing a transformation, a before and after about yourself, sharing your own personal story and your own personal transformation. Those types of posts always are going to do really, really well. They're going to get tons of engagement, tons of attention, tons of comments, lots of conversations, right? Because if you're a product of the product and people are watching your journey and they're seeing you transform right before their eyes, especially in an area like weight loss, anybody else that's out there that you're connected to that is wanting to lose weight, they're going to naturally want to ask you what you're doing. And so that's one thing. The second type of a transformation post is when you're sharing the transformations of people that are not you. So typically, when you're going through the transformation, you're posting about yourself. But once that's over, and a lot of times it's at this point, you've become a consultant or a coach of your company. If you're using this as a strategy, you're sharing other people's transformations. And so do I think that's a good thing to do? Yes, I do. But here's the thing. We have to have the right expectations. If it's not your own transformation and you're sharing the stories of other people, here's what I think you just have to realize they're never going to get great engagement. They're just not. You're not going to get a lot of likes and a lot of comments, maybe people from your own company, but you're not going to get a lot of engagement from people that are not doing what you do. You're just not going to get great engagement. And that's okay because it doesn't mean that they still don't serve a place in your content strategy. See, when I think of content, I think of two different types of content. We create content with the goal of engagement, and some of our content is with the purpose and the goal of awareness. And so when I think of transformation posts the way we're talking about them right now, where you're sharing the stories of other people, that's awareness content. And so when I say awareness content, here's what I mean. Somebody comes to your account, your profile, 
Maybe they come through an engagement piece of content. They find out about you. You deliver some value. You create some interest and they're checking you out. They're scrolling through your page. They're going to see this kind of content. They're going to see some transformations or some before and afters. And what that does is it creates an awareness for what you do and how you can help. So just because a post doesn't get a lot of comments or likes, it doesn't mean that it still isn't valuable. Because if you think about this, more times than not in a scenario like that, somebody that could be a great prospect of yours that's just scrolling through your page and seeing these posts, there's a good chance they may not actually engage with it. They may not like it. They may not comment. I don't know about you, but me, you know, if I'm social media stalking somebody and I'm going through their page, I'm not likely to like a post from like a month ago. Just be personally, because I don't want them to know that I've been stalking them that far down in their content, right? And so you're not always going to get engagement, but guess what? You still get an eyeball. They still see it. They still pull value from it, and it creates an awareness for what you do. And so I think the answer is yes, I do think transformation posts are very valuable pieces of content. You just got to have the right expectations, and you have to understand which type of content, which type of bucket they fall into. I think if you are marketing, let's say, a product like weight loss or makeup or skincare, something that could lend itself to a before and after. If you're not including this piece of content in your strategy, I think you're missing an opportunity to be able to demonstrate to people the kind of people that you help and the way that you help them. But there is a right and a wrong way to do it. And so let's talk about how I see most people doing it. This is the transactional way to do these before and after type posts is when there's very little value to the post itself other than trying to sell or promote what you do. And so in a transformation post, if you're asking somebody to buy your products or if you're pitching them or trying to sell them, then you're doing it wrong. You're going to lose all the value of the story that's tied to the post. See, that's the thing that makes these posts valuable is the story of the person, right? It's the old adage, facts tell, stories sell. And if you're sharing the story of somebody and you're doing it in an authentic way and it ends up with some sort of a pitch, you lose all the value of that story. So don't sell. Now, that's no different than any other advice we give you. Don't sell in any piece of content, sell in your conversations. But make sure you tell the story and you don't sell the thing. That's my first piece of advice. I'm going to give you four specific ways to make your transformation posts, your before and afters better. Number one is that. Don't sell the thing, tell the story. Tell the story of the person. The second piece of advice is this. Always lead with the problem. So what I'll see a lot, and I'll just kind of think of an example off the top of my head, is you're sharing a transformation post of somebody you don't know, and you feel the need in the first couple of lines of copy to tell your audience member who that person is, which is really irrelevant to them, quite frankly. Because number one, you don't know them and they don't know them. So all the details of who they are really don't matter. You want to know what does matter? What they were struggling with. Transformational content is based on problem solving. We connect with people around problems. I've said this before. There are two different types of people that are going to see your content. There are followers and there's your ideal person. One of the biggest differences between a follower and your ideal person for your business is an ideal person has a problem. 
and they are looking to solve it and they want to take action. A follower is just looking to watch. They want to be entertained. They're not going to be motivated to take the next step of wanting to start a conversation with you. The ideal person is. But what makes them an ideal person is a problem. So you must lead with the problem. And so what that might look like, instead of saying, hey, this is Susie, she's 40 years old and she has three kids and blah, blah, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Nobody cares. Trust me. Here's what they do care about. Here's Susie. The biggest challenge that she has always struggled with when it comes to losing weight is accountability. It's always been starting and stopping for her. She's never been able to solve this issue. Lead with the problem. This is Jim. Jim's issue has always been his diet. He's never had the time to prepare his meals or he's never quite known exactly what to eat. Lead with the problem. Here's Margaret. Margaret is a busy stay-at-home mother and her biggest problem is that she could never make time for herself. Lead with the problem. The very beginning. If there's more parts of that person's story you want to tell, that's fine. But don't put it in the very beginning of the copy. Because the reality is most people are going to read the first couple of sentences of that post and they'll decide whether they even want to go any further. Connect with them around the problem. Identify your ideal people. So always lead with the problem. Define the problem. Tell me what it is. Hey, just wanted to jump in here real quick because I've got one big ask for you. Look, you know we don't advertise on the podcast, and my intention is to not sell or pitch you on the show this year. We just want to deliver free content that is 10 times better than what you've paid for to help you transform your business. So my ask is this. Help me spread the word of Love, Serve, Grow so we can change lives, help people that are struggling in their business, and transform our profession. The only way we can do that is if you take the time to rate, review, and share this podcast. So that's my big ask. Just take a few seconds seconds right now, wherever you're listening, leave a review. It would absolutely mean the world to me and it might just change the life of someone else. So thank you so much for being a part of our community. And the third one is this, don't just solve problems, solve the problems of a specific person. This might be the most important tip that I give you for this type of content. When I look at people that are doing it better than most, the ones that are not purely transactional, just trying to promote and sell, and they really are sharing a story and they understand the value of connecting with people around problems, I see them doing that and that's a good first step, but it's all generic and vague. It's just like the problem of losing weight. Okay, so that might be the problem, but here's the thing. The problem is really defined by the person, isn't it? Because you could have a single working woman trying to lose weight, and you could have a a busy working mother trying to lose weight or a stay-at-home mother trying to lose weight. Guess what? The actual problem looks very different for those three people, doesn't it? Because it's based off of their life circumstances. Or you could have an empty nester, a 50-something trying to lose weight versus a young new mother trying to get the baby weight off. Now, similarities, but the problem is defined two different ways. And so here's one of the ways to make this content immediately better is speak to a specific person. Now, who are we trying to help? Yourself. The ideal person for your business is you. And so here's a really valuable tip for you. If you're selling weight loss, because that's the example we're using, your ideal person isn't somebody that just wants to lose weight, okay? 
you also hope that at some point they actually could be a partner for your team. They could be a coach. They could be a consultant. And so we always say, start with the end in mind. Your ideal person is the perfect person that wants to join your team and do the work and is motivated and doesn't need their handheld, right? So there's another part of the story. It's not just losing weight. So we define the problem of losing weight through the lens of who that person is. Now, you might say my ideal person is a, you know, is a busy stay-at-home mother who's trying to do it all but feels like something's missing in her life. She really needs some community, a sense of purpose, something outside of the home. Okay, so now let's define the problem through that lens. And so here's what's interesting is you could show me the before and after. You could show me the before and after of somebody, not you. And you could still speak to your specific person and you could just say, hey, I know many of you as a busy stay-at-home mother, you always struggle finding the time for yourself. And weight loss and health has always been something that's just been kind of pushed to the side. But you've reached a point in your life where you realize that can't be the case anymore because you're struggling just to get through the day and you know you need to do something different. Now, I bet I got the attention of some of you, didn't I? And you want to know why I did? Because I spoke to your specific problem. That's what you need to do. Now, here's what's interesting. The person I'm showing you, I'm not even talking about them. But guess what? It doesn't matter because the picture really just gets the attention. That person's specific story, if their problem is relatable to the thing that we're talking about, great, share it. But if it's not, who cares? You get that part? Speak to your specific person. Now, here's the objection that always comes up. But Bob, I want to help everybody. You still will. You still will. But here's what will begin to happen is you'll start getting the attention of the perfect kind of people that you want to work with in business. My advice is generally this. Anytime you're posting about your products, you always nuance the post, the problem solving for the specific person. You need to become known for solving the specific problems of a specific person. That's how you start really getting attention. And that's how you start really having success when it comes to creating this kind of content on social media. So three things. Tell the story. Don't sell the thing. Always lead with the problem in the very beginning, but talk about the problem through the lens of a specific person. Now, the fourth one, I want you to think about this. How can you highlight the process of what you offer somebody that becomes a customer of yours that makes your business or makes you unique? So once again, let's take weight loss, all right? Think of it like this. There's two different ways that you can deliver value to a customer, product and process. Now, the product has to be good, right? They take the product. They have to have a good experience with the product itself. But in an area of something like weight loss and most products, by the way, it's the product is very seldomly the problem. It's always the process and all the other things. It's not just taking the product, right? It's having the accountability to actually do all the other things. It's the diet. It's the exercise. It's the mindset. It's the community. It's the support, right? It's what's the process around the product that needs to be in place 
Those are always the bigger problems that you solve, by the way, not just the product itself. It's not the makeup. It's learning how to choose the right shade for your skin tone. It's the education. It's not the skincare. It's simplifying your beauty routine, right? So that you can look beautiful and still have time as a busy mom to be able to get the kids ready for school. See, if you nuance the problem for the person, but you think about it's not just the product itself. It's the process around using the product. So what are the biggest problems that you can help people with when it comes to the process using the product so that they can get the result that they want? Speak to those in the actual post. So you might say, this is Susie. One of Susie's biggest challenges has always been her mindset when it comes to losing weight, just believing that she could do it or keep the weight off. Here's one of the ways that we help Susie. So in the post, you can specifically speak to the unique things that you do with your customers and clients as a way to solve those problems. So what you're doing is you're basically saying, look, when you do business with me, here are the things that I'm going to do to help you. So you're selling the value of actually buying from you by telling them ahead of time the exact things you're going to do to help them. What that does is it creates so much confidence in you as somebody that can help them and it gets the attention because you're speaking to the exact things that they've struggled with in the past. And that's all that is done by just changing what you write in the post. And listen, sometimes it'll be a longer post. Sometimes it'll be a shorter. I wouldn't worry too much about that. Just try to be better about doing these specific things. And so if you do, what I will promise you will happen is your transformation post that you've been doing that haven't been getting engagement, they will start to get better engagement. But the expectation just needs to be, if it ain't your transformation, it's just never going to get great engagement. But it doesn't mean it's not a valuable piece of content because it creates the awareness for what you do and more specifically, the person that you can help and exactly how you do. So that's my message for you today. Hope you got some value out of today's episode. If so, share it with somebody that you think it could help. And I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care. 